Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast, Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so you and I can begin our days and our midterm election weeks in awe and on fire with a burst of inspiration. So here we go. With the constant pace of change, dramatic shifts societally, and significant challenges we face both locally and globally, a perspective of navigating these difficult days thoughtfully is critically important. I think few offer a better example of serving others, leading effectively, and living well than my grandfather. Grandpa was my hero growing up. Although he became a successful attorney, the lessons he learned growing up on a farm and during the Great Depression and fighting for his country in World War II kept him humble and generous and certainly shaped his worldview. Although he sat in the first row of church and his voice echoed loudly as he sang, the language he used on the golf course after hitting a bad shot would make a seasoned sailor blush. Although he was totally devoted to his sweet wife, Caddy, and adored his two girls, Janie and Susan, and was dedicated professionally as an attorney, every single night after work, he visited his parents on the way home. Yes, my grandfather was busy, but he wanted to make sure that his aging parents were all right, that they had everything that they needed, and that they knew before they went to bed that night that he loved them sincerely. And although he was an incredibly kind man, occasionally, occasionally a faint glimpse of temper would reveal itself in a stern face, a sharp word, or when super agitated, a lengthy sermon. On election night in November of 1992, I remember preparing to hear one of those speeches. After joining our family for dinner, he and my grandmother watched the election results at our house. President George Bush was running for re-election. While his grandchildren may or may not have agreed with him, my grandfather was very firm on where he stood on this election. Having served in the Pacific with George Bush, my grandfather respected that service he offered his country and the moral compass that guided his life. Like it or not, we knew he voted for Bush, perhaps more than his appreciation for President Bush. We also knew he did not care for the young candidate running against him. It's why I remember anxiously watching the election night unfold as it became obvious the candidate he supported was going to lose the election. I wondered what my grandfather might say. I wondered what kind of anger he was going to show. Well, as the announcement was made that Bill Clinton would become the 42nd president of the United States, Grandpa stood from the couch, marched to the television, and turned it off. He then did an about-face, turned around, looked at those gathered in the room, and then delivered the speech we all knew was coming. Possessing the brilliant ability to quote from scripture or English literature or even occasionally the Irish limerick as he delivered meaningful discourse. We knew that this one would be both lengthy and delivered with a bit of indignation. He thoughtfully looked around the room, made eye contact with each one of us, and then said these words. Well, I did not vote for the SOB, but he's our president now. Let's hope and pray he's successful leading our nation forward. 
That was it. That was it. No quoting destruction from Revelations. No citing vile from Shakespeare. No fatalistic humor from some Irish limerick. He did not tweet out his fury or curse his fellow citizens for voting for a young, charismatic politician from Arkansas. He didn't just stay there, seated, watching the television, sulking over the results, and already preparing for the next counteroffensive. Now, that's what we do now. What my grandfather did then was this. He accepted the results, he prayed for the newly elected officials, and he encouraged his little ones to do likewise. He then did something equally important. He got back to living his life. Grandfather worked every single day of his life into his 80s. He stayed committed in his marriage, supportive with his family, and unbelievably generous in the community. He was a remarkable example to have as a grandfather. He is a remarkable example to have as a citizen. My friends, as a nation, we enter into another election tomorrow. Although there won't be a new president elected, we will be electing 36 governors, 34 senators, and all 435 representatives. It's a significant election, and there is indeed a lot on the line. So today, as you scroll through social media or watch mainstream television 24 hours a day now, you'll likely be repulsed to imagine that half your neighbors feel differently about the issues you passionately support. You'll be stunned to imagine living in a nation so different than you. You'll be told by the channels that you tune into that the very way of life that this country has in front of it now hangs in the balance. And as these politicians and cable news contributors and social media influencers stir these emotions, be aware, my friends, that the divisive tone they've stoked is the only way to attract, retain, and grow viewership. It keeps their viewers perpetually in a sense of dismay, of fear, and of anger. It may serve the business models that they've created, but it does not serve the nation where they live. Even if we adamantly disagree with how Grandpa voted, I think my stoic, wise, and strongly opinionated grandfather points us not only in a different, more idyllic time, that's looking backward, but he also points us to a future that we must, hear that word, we must choose together. His example is of a time when opinions were held so firmly that we actually had the fortitude to visit with, to live with, and even love those who held opinions differently than ours. My friends, I encourage you to deeply care about issues, to strongly hold your opinions and to be well-informed in those opinions, and certainly to a vote in all elections, including the ones showing up in our lives tomorrow. But I also encourage you to turn off the news channel, stop the scrolling, and get back to doing what matters most next, which is this, living life intentionally together. It served the greatest generation well. It will serve this next greatest generation. You are part of it, my friends, well too. I want to thank you for being part of our Live Inspired podcast community, tuning in around the United States and around the world. I know a lot of you tune in from all over the world. We are grateful that you are part of our extended family. 
We wish you a wonderful start to the week. We want to remind you that the foundation is firm. The headwind and the changes are real. And the best is yet to come. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary. Today is your day and our day. Live inspired.